The three most important letters in sports. Even better than those. TVV. 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 It's Fox 6 sports director Tim Van Voren on Homer and Tony. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle, a Wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off I-94 in Kenosha. Meats, cheeses, bakery, bar, and restaurant all under one roof. Learn more at MarsCheese.com. He is Tim Van Vorn, three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year, Hall of Fame wingman. He the man. He the man. Every Thursday at this time. TVV, good afternoon. Good afternoon to both of you. We were going to talk about the Packers, but I'm sorry. We have to address Michael Balco, who I call as Sergeant Bilko. You're not even old enough to remember Hold on. That. Before you're I remember dr- Phil Silvers, yeah. Yeah, there all right. Go. There you be, go. Uh, before you do that, TVV, just a general question about Aaron Rodgers. Let me ask you first. Sure. Um, how long do you think he's going to play for? I will go with two more seasons following this. So this year and then two more. Yep. Okay. Homer, take over. Michael Balco, who I'm betting you've never you had never heard of. I've spoken to some people within the Packers organization, which I know TVV does. They told me that quarterback Aaron Rodgers has, quote, made it clear, unquote, that he plans to retire following the season. I know you saw this. When you saw it, TVV, what was your first thought? Uh, I noted it with interest. I think that he's made a lot of things uh, or other, let's put it this way. I think a lot of people have deduced things to be clear regarding Aaron Rodgers in the past, whether Rodgers actually made them clear or not. And um, they really have been rather cloudy in reality. And so I would say the same for this. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers has reached any definitive decision in October of 2022 about his future, but I think he would be leaning toward playing on beyond this season. And now I'd like you to hear Jake Plummer. He used to be the snake. Now he's the mushroom man. Um, he was on as a guest of Jim Rome's podcast, not his radio or TV show, the podcast. And the new mushroom man said this. I'm excited for him and, and what, what follows his career here. And if this is his last year, which, it, you know, sounds like it might be, you know, what he's going to go do now is going to be even way more greater than what he's done for the Green Bay Packers. If this is his last year and it sounds like it might be, and I'm making the assumption that the mushroom man says that because it was Aaron Rodgers who made those comments, given he's talking about their conversation. Now that you've heard that, you have any comments on that, TVV? I can see where you're going with that thought process, Homer, and it could well be 100% true. My takeaway question from that would be, what is he going to do after football that has so impressed Jake Plummer? What, what, part of the com- what was revealed in that conversation to answer that blank? Uh, he did not address that. The conversation was about three minutes. Um, if I listen to that quote again, if you played that quote again, yeah. My question would not be how long does he play football. My question is what in the world is coming next, according to Jake Plummer? Do you, can you play that again? Uh, 
the the shortened version or the, the clip. yeah just a little clip just all right little clip you here we go. excited for him and and what what follows his career here and if this is his last year which it, you know sounds like it might be you know what he's going to go do now is going to be even way more greater than what he's done for the green bay packers what's that i don't know but you're right the, the context he put it in you would get the feeling that he's he has invest some, in the mushroom farm no he has some idea what rogers is going to do yeah, invest in a yeah. mushroom farm that's what he's thinking. And something momentous. I mean, to Jake Plummer, maybe maybe investing in a mushroom farm would be momentous. I don't know. But that that little clip, at least, uh, indicates to me that there's something big right. in, the, in the judgment of Jake Plummer coming after football for him. And that's tough to believe and sell. He's a four-time MVP. Right. Right. And this wow. is being said by another quarterback who understands the value and, and appreciates any successful career in the NFL at that position, I would think. Got any idea? I think you've uh, made a great point about. I just I didn't even listen to it that closely, that part of it. But that's it. Their conversation. Mm, I don't know that Jim Jim Rome didn't do a follow up on that. Um, it sounds to me that given that uh, my guess is on this that the Mushroom Man is a uh, a new wave thinker. He's ahead of the curve. At least he believes so. And I think he knows that whatever it is that Rogers has an interest in is the same thing. Similarity. Yep. Similarity that uh, it could be, uh, I don't know, the future of tree bark to uh, sure. start. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's going to be something that impresses Plummer as being a free spirit, free thinker, uh, visionary guy, as he probably perceives himself regarding mushrooms, right? Absolutely, and, and yeah. something that's going to be noteworthy enough to laud with that high a praise. Not way just, oh, big, you know. yeah, way yeah. bigger than football. Football's yeah. just a sport and a game. We're talking about changing people's lives. Yeah, whatever. I want. Can we talk about the Giants game with TVV, please? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Take over. Jesus, TVV. What do you have to say about the Giants game? Well, it was an embarrassment for the Green Bay Packers on just about every level. Um, you know, you have that crowd, you have that buildup. Uh, and I know Mark Tauscher has said this. I, I think Mark, uh, I think uh, Matt LaFleur, rather, you know, misplayed the messaging going into the game. I thought that, you know, somewhere he was described as uh, engaging in boorish behavior about, you know, the, the trip to London, et cetera. Um, I think the Packers got ahead and figured, you know what, this is this is good stuff. This is easy. Here we go, and they got burned by it. That would be my Cliff's notes summation. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, can I get back to Jake Plummer and uh... no, not right now. We're not going Jake Plummer. <laughs> okay, what? Uh, I mean. I, I had a hard time with that game too. I mean, obviously the big one of the big ones was the uh, the three like long passes that uh, were called in that one drive that was very odd. It was in between a couple of long drives for, from the Giants, and uh, no one's twenty twenty. It was yeah, tied. Right yeah, no one's been able started. to give me a good explanation on that TVB, and uh, no one has really been answering it directly. Starting with Sunday after the game, follow up Matt Lafleur Monday, follow up Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers yesterday. It, it's kind of uh, nebulous talk about you know we liked the plays. Well, who liked them? Who called them? Et cetera. Well, you know, uh, I agree with you that that was probably the most costly offensive series of the game, 
just because it was a so um, ill-advised, b so ineffective, c so quick, you know, stopping the clock like that. And I know they, you know, talk about sure the play clock still runs down. It's not only twenty-six seconds. I get all that, but it still was was absolutely no momentum shift for the Packers at all. Uh, which you need to do at least shift the momentum when you have the ball, possess it for a little bit. So I think that was the most critical offensive series of the game. Uh, and the Packers obviously shot themselves in the foot on it. And it was kind of indicative, I think, of uh, you know the way they approached the entire second half. They just, um, they just looked asleep at the switch, really, for lack of a better term. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones, to me, burned them with mobility as much as anything else. Really, that was in the second half when he started to move around. They just they looked like they couldn't believe he was moving that well. Their defense was, was very sluggish in reacting, and their offense, again, kind of acted like, well, we can get these long plays any way we, any time we want. They weren't even close to getting those long plays, and then it really came back to burn them. Uh, Hall of Famer, can I uh, ask him about Joe Barry? Yeah, go ahead. I want to know what you're thinking about the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, and you can go in any way you wish regarding Joe Barry. I'm thinking that while uh, most of the people from the traveling party were trying to catch up on their sleep Monday, Joe was not. I'm going to assume Joe was going through another sleepless night because uh, this has not gone anywhere close to expectation. Uh, for the defense to this point, uh, I, I say that's a five-game sample size. That's not a one-half sample size. That's a five-game sample size. Um, and I don't know what he's doing to try to figure it out, but I would assume that they're not going to just keep doing what they doing, they've been doing and hope for the same results or better results. Of all that he's done, either in a game or in general, what has surprised you the most? It, you know, I – Playing zone I, I, think all the time. I think it's I think it's too hand, too too prompt. I think it's uh, what he has or hasn't done, as well as what the players have or haven't done. And we talked about the talent on this defense, guys. But we did talk about do they have playmakers on this defense? And to me, the biggest surprise of the defense's performance so far is the lack of quote unquote plays, the lack of fumbles forced the lack of interceptions, really the lack of consistent quarterback hits, the lack of anything that says, didn't we, didn't we hear or even ourselves talk about the defense is going to win some games early in the year while the offense is figuring things out? Where has that happened? You know, the Bear, I give you almost no credit of stopping the Chicago offense, and I'll give you credit for playing a good game at Tampa Bay, but we all know Tampa Bay was limited. Uh, they haven't. They haven't won games, in my opinion, other than maybe you can make a case for that Tampa Bay game. But th- this, is, this is not what this team is, has been expected to do on that side of the ball. And quite honestly, it's not what this team needs. This team needs more than that. Round two yep. with TVV next. I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now. We got so many contests going, it's hard to keep them straight, but all I know is they're free and you can win great prizes. Cousin Sub Game Day Giveaway is going on now. This is your chance to win a $400 Ticket King gift certificate to purchase tickets to an upcoming game or concert, your choice. 
To enter, visit CousinSubs.com slash GameDayGiveaway. CousinSubs.com slash GameDayGiveaway. At the end of the year, one grand prize winner will be selected to win a Ticket King gift as a gift certificate to take in a Green Bay game or concert, as I said. Guest, hotel, and tickets to the Tundra Trio tailgate beforehand. It's the Cousin Subs Game Day Giveaway. CousinSubs.com slash Game Day Giveaway. You're listening to Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN and WisconsinOnDemand.com. TVV, Tim Van Vorn, Fox 6 Sports, three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year, Hall of Fame wingman. You were tough. You were tough on the Packers and defense. No, he wasn't. He was just honest. Okay. Honest. That's, that's the difference. You can't, see, uh, can't uh, view honesty as toughness. It is what it is. No one, I don't think any, who, anyone out there is going to say, ooh, Packers are looking good right now. No one's saying that. I asked uh, Aaron Rodgers yesterday uh, a question about this, and it, to me it's, it's just kind of reality. Don't you think the Jets' 3-2 and two record is perceived much differently than the Packers' 3-2 and two record? It goes to Tony's point. There's an expectation level in there that, that underrides all this. Yeah, and, and um, I'm just trying to pinpoint, like, what are the what are the big issues? But to me, it's almost like they're just not doing anything really well. To, to me, Tony, they listen to Homer say the regular season is, if he uses his word, insignificant. They look to me as though that's been their approach, to be honest with you. They are a healthy football team. They have almost no injuries. Would you look across the NFL and find healthier football teams? They beat the Buccaneers by two points. They beat the Patriots by three points. They beat the Bears. They they are just they're just not snapping to it. And as I said, you know, in the previous segment about their game, they look a, a step slow. They look sluggish. They look asleep at the switch. In my mind, yeah. And, and, and that starts with what you said defensively, and not about not creating anything with the people that they're supposed to have that create. Yeah, they, 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 and then with the offense, the way it looks now, that's not, you know, creating a ton now either. So your margin for error used to be, you know, your defense did kind of what we've seen this defense do, but your offense was good enough that you didn't throw three incomplete long shots. You, you hit on one of them and you got down the field and you scored some points. And as bad as they played against the Giants, if they score some points somewhere along the line, to me, in the second half and stem the tie, they still win the game. But the offense isn't good enough right now to do that or who's being utilized uh, you know, isn't correct. Um, and so they're not creating on that side either. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Your evaluation of Aaron Rodgers' play to this point. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Because? I, I, you know, well, because he's not creating a ton either. He doesn't have a lot to work with. Um, you know, they haven't struck the balance. I would, if, if we could find out in, in, with candor and frankness how these play decisions are actually being made at the line, that would probably affect my evaluation of Aaron Rodgers one way or the other. Um, and I don't know that we ever Well, but I, why are you being nice? I think it's the assumption is he's to be held responsible for the plays because he has a huge ability to do pretty much what he wants. That doesn't uh, mean he controls belief. every play. So if the plays are bad, I'm, I'm blaming Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know, I don't know, to be honest with you. That's part but of how the can it not be Aaron Rodgers? Packers, I want it to be murky. I don't want the, 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 the blame or, or credit to be assigned – 
directly to either party, head coach, quarterback, offensive coordinator, whoever. Well, I know they're going to be that way, but from from watching it, I mean, I'm not saying it's a new male 98%, but it's all on Rodgers more than anything else, and it isn't close given, again, unless the series aren't, given the uh, opportunity he's been given by the head coach, understandably so, because of his greatness as a quarterback. Okay, so if that's true, yes, and and let's suppose that it is. Let's and go it with is your supposition. Okay, let's go with your supposition. Does that affect your evaluation of Aaron Rodgers then, as his role on this team? For me, it it affects it one way or the other. If it, with his responsibility as you're presenting it there for this offense, it's not just execution; it's judgment on top of it. Yeah, no, he gets all the responsibility for that. My question to you is, is because if 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 uh, there wasn't an issue of what talent is he playing with he gets an f or d minus i mean a pick six makes him a d automatically because aaron Rodgers, we don't never does that but i don't know how to factor in the level of talent he's playing with so i might give him a c minus but that i'm really curious to hear from you because if you believe you understand it's going to take some time so that factors in but if you believe in the players he's got then then it's even worse for him like not okay. running the ball. If you believe it's not running the ball, that's 80% on Aaron Rodgers. Well, if, if that's what you're talking about, who the so, players right. he has to work with, Aaron Jones, I think, is accepted to be uh, an elite NFL running back. If he's getting a limited number of touches, whoever's responsible for that should be downgraded. So if you're saying Aaron Rodgers is, is not getting the ball in Aaron Jones's hands often enough somehow, some way, that would be a knock on his grade, if you ask me. Yeah, totally. Is that, yes. is that I'm with you on that. Are you saying that's his responsibility in addition to the wherever he's throwing the passes, yes or no, so far this season? Yeah, of you course, know? of course yeah. it is. Yes, I think. I think. Sure. And and you know the then and if, if I'm if I'm Lafleur, I don't have any problem with that. I mean, I think he's that good. That's what I would do, uh, but. I'm not as close to it as you, so maybe but, I'm but not. At, but at one point, are you starting to pull back on that if it's not working? It's no, been I five have, games now. I have the conversation with him. We're having the conversation. You're yeah. having it now, or would you have it before the Giants game? Um, I probably had it at some point, and now I'd have it again, and we'd be, and I'd be going, "Come on, Aaron, what am I missing? Let's go." Let's. Uh, I would think you'd, you know, be doing this, and then he's got to sell the other way. But I just. I'm never going to get the impression. I'm not ever going to give the give the impression, and TVV can answer that Lafleur is the kind of coach who's going to order Aaron Rodgers. I I think that that's correct. Um, I think that right now he's got his fingers in a lot of dikes to be you know holes in the dike too. I would say you know again they're three and two. The Jets are three and two, and they feel they're surging. To me, the Packers are three and two, and you're the head coach, and you're saying my offense isn't operating the way I needed to do. My defense isn't operating the way I do. I can't defer and delegate everything here as a head coach. He's got a lot going on. Obviously, offensively is how he's going to be judged more than anything else, and that is whatever collaboration he can come with Aaron Rodgers. And, Homer, I agree with you. The success level Aaron Rodgers has had with his control of the offense, as we understand it to be over the last several seasons, would indicate that is a wise approach to go forward. I think Tony proposes a legitimate question at, do you do you pull back on that at some point because of where the results are right now? And TVV, like so, so you talked about the offense and like okay, what what it is? It's play calling there a little bit, a little bit of performance. Uh, now let's go over to the defensive side. Like what's going on over there? Is it, 
we know uh, going into the season, we looked at the defensive uh, personnel. We were like, whoa, this looks good. Uh, now, not looking so good. What's going on? Is it now? It seems to be scheme, right? You have the personnel. It looks like you have it, but is it? If you believe, don't don't ask don't ask me. I don't have an well, answer. I'm to this just one. saying though, there's no Aaron Rodgers. Theoretically, we're supposed to have the personnel, but yeah. is the person is it the personnel not performing, or is it the, the scheme not working? I'm listening. If, if you believe in the players, as you seem to still believe in their talent, Tony, then you'd say it's scheme. Uh, and I think part but of what it do is, you think? I'm asking what do, what do you yeah, see? You what do you see think you're saying? You're the, non, non-performance or bad scheme? I'm going to give you a little more non-performance than I think the conventional wisdom is out there right now. I think the scheme obviously is part of why they're uh, being successfully attacked on a consistent basis across the middle. Uh, teams have you know, figured out not only the Packers playing that scheme, but a lot of teams in the NFL playing that scheme, a lot of off-season study of going against that type of scheme and have found out ways to attack it. So I think that scheme, uh, you know, it hasn't jumped the shark, but uh, you're going to have to tweak it back because teams have figured out how to go against it. But I genuinely believe the performance, the, the, the collective individual performance of these defensive players uh, is part of this as well. Uh, it just, just, just hasn't been somebody going out and making something happen. And if Who has disappointed team, you the most? Well, I mean, Devondre Campbell has certainly disappointed based on your expectation coming off last year. He's probably playing about the way he did for most of his career, to be honest with you. But last year, he had this breakout season when he was on the field and making plays all over the place. Uh, and, you know, the Packers came to rely on that. So, I, I mean, he's won. Quay Walker, to me, looks like a rookie with a lot of talent. But, you know, he hasn't made drive-changing plays so far that I can remember. He's, he's kind of been, I, mean, I don't you know, Blake Martinez, A.J. Hawk. I mean, he's, he's, he's cleaned up a lot. He's got more speed. He's a different type of player. But, you know, he's not making the impactful plays that you hope that he will down the road. Uh, you know, Kenny Clark... There's so much film study of Kenny Clark. He seems to dominate in his individual plays. People I really respect, they give the analysis. Look at Kenny Clark. He's doing this and that. I believe that. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not the greatest observer of defensive line play. I believe that Kenny Clark is playing exceptionally well. But is, he's not dumping the quarterback on his can and forcing a fumble every play either. Is Rasul Douglas playing the wrong position? Maybe. Or was Rasul Douglas a, a, a one-half-year wonder? Was Devondre Campbell a one-year wonder? I mean, it's up to those guys to, to build off their Green Bay success and say, you know, that last year what you saw from them is more who they are than previous in their careers. They're both being compensated yeah. as though the Packers believe what they saw last year fits. Obviously, Rasul Douglas is in a different physical position in the defense than he was last year, so you have to ask the question as it relates to him when it comes to scheme. So 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 when, you, when so when you talk about last year, I mean now I got to go back and say okay, well weren't weren't they running the same stuff last year? Yeah, and they were. And, and Russell Douglas had five interceptions, Tony. They have one interception as a team. You know, you get one interception on Daniel Jones, you win the game. The narrative is different. You're four and one. We're rolling toward Buffalo. We're going to win these soft games against the Jets and the Commanders, and we're all great. It's it's a result oriented business. So the so, narrative changes. If they they an ugly win over the Patriots, what was the theme? A win's a win. You never apologize. Yep. Would have been the same thing with the Giants, and they should have had a win. 
They were ahead by 14 points in that football game. You should blame so, the offense and the defense. Uh, just last thing here. So did you say like like people have adjusted, so now the Packers have not readjusted? I, I would assume. I mean, look at the Chargers. You, you know, some of these teams that play that defensive style where the coaches have gone out, Broncos have been pretty good with that same scheme and a, and a new coordinator this year. But you're, you're implementing a scheme that teams have seen now more. And what do you do in the offseason? You figure out ways to attack schemes. It's, yes, it's an individual opponents, but you can't spend all your time month after month after month on week one. You're coming up with some general concepts as well. And I think you are seeing that. Teams are finding a way to get at this scheme, and now the defense has to counter whatever adjustments the offenses have made. Uh, TVV, Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports, uh, three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year. The final question, a yes or no. Would the Brewers have made the playoffs if they had not traded Josh Hader? Yes. Thanks, TVV. See you guys. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. I don't know what's next, but it won't be as good as he is.